Hey, I'm Wyatt Welch, and you're listening to Echo Talk. Hi, welcome back to Echo Talk. I am here today with my favorite guest I've ever had, and it is my mom. Hello. <laughs> Hi, Mom. So this is Angie, Angie Welch. For those of you who know her, we, we all love Angie. I feel like all of my friends... <laughs> I think you've talked me up too much. Now I'm I'm nervous doing this. <laughs> no, anyone who knows my mom knows that she's worth all the hype that she's been getting on this podcast. So we have a really cool podcast episode today. We are going to be talking about my coming out story and then what that looked like for me and my mom. So we'll talk about what our relationship was like before, what happened with all of it, and kind of our fun journey through all of that. So hopefully we were thinking that this would be a a great tool or just kind of thing for people to listen to for parents who have a child who's coming out, for a child who's afraid to come out or, you know, is struggling because we know that it kind of comes in all different types of stories that people have. But we figured our story was a really good one. And I can't even look at you. I'm going to cry. Emotional. We are. We're filming the day after Christmas. And Christmas was great. We had a good old time. But yeah, so our emotions are high. We have wine with us too, so that's helping us out. Good old Stella. Good old Stella. Stella Black. (laughs) Our favorite. So before. Only if you're old enough. Yeah, drink responsibly over the age of 21. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) She's not a regular mom, she's a cool mom. So before we begin onto that, we have to start with the Echo Talk classic of our pyramid. So our pyramid is a little bit shorter just because it kind of deals with some stories. But our pyramid for this week are the times that Wyatt has cried. (laughs) So the ridiculous things that I have cried over. So we have three each, right? Starting with the least ridiculous of the three all the way to the top one. So do you want to start off with your first? Okay, so the first one, and it's not really anything specific, but when you were little... And Austin and you would fight or argue or whatever. Austin's my brother, by the way. Yes. Um, and you would do something and you would almost start to cry. It's mostly because Austin would like hit you or kick you <laughs> or something. Pull your hair. I remember when it was on the trampoline. Yeah. And we're like, oh, are you crying? And you would try to smile. So like you have like tears and a little smile. <laughs> so, I mean, I just remember doing that all the time just, just to stop you from crying and him from you guys from fighting but so it was just cute it wasn't really ridiculous it was cute but it happened a lot it did happen a lot i cried over so many things (laughs) as a kid but i do remember those especially those where my punishment would be to smile if i got in trouble a lot yes like you have to sit there and smile for a minute sit there and smile (laughs) or we'd make we made you guys do the t-shirt the one time oh yeah the t-shirt where we'd have to me and my brother would have to share this huge t-shirt the get along shirt yep or you'd have to sit on the couch and hug each other i hated those (laughs) secretly pinch each other while you're hugging yeah (laughs) no that's a good one yeah okay one uh my bottom of the pyramid would be the adoption one do you remember this one when I told you that we were going to yes. adopt another... <laughs> One time we pulled into the house. I don't. We were young. We pulled into the house after going somewhere in the car. Me and my brother were really young. My mom goes, okay, are you guys ready to go get your baby, new baby brother? And we're like, yes, we're so excited. And you didn't... I don't think you thought we would be excited no, about that. No, because I thought you guys liked just... Being, being us too? Yeah, you too. No, so then she had to explain it was a joke. Which... <laughs> go as planned (laughs) no so we just bawled and cried because we didn't get our adopted brother that day (laughs) 
So it stuck with us too. That's my bottom of the pyramid of the three. What is your next one? Next one is... Oh, well, you've mentioned this in your previous podcast, is when that The Signs movie. Oh, yeah. And you <laughs> screamed bloody murder, and we like came, like came we really thought that there was somebody in the house and something was happening, and we were falling, like tripping over each other down the stairs trying to get to you. <laughs> and then it was like, the movie! You know, so I was just like, are you kidding me? Like no, That movie still scares Oh, me. my goodness. Yeah, every time I see that movie now, too, that's all I think of is your blood curdling scream a a really quick recap of what that story was is i went downstairs to our dark basement as a child and we had watched signs the night before so when i turn on the tv that's the only light that's coming on and i turn around to try to find the light switch and i hear the title screen which has the aliens talking to to each other that yeah that noise and so i was terrified that movie still every time i watch it it still brings tears to my eyes because i do get so scared of it (laughs) yeah that one scared me Okay, my next one. What are you doing? There's my blanket. Oh, there's a blanket right here on the couch. <laughs> Do you want to say hi really quick, Dad? Hi. There's my dad. Hi. Trying to be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to be quiet. <laughs> we did laundry today, so blankets were out. Okay, my next one is a Pokemon one. When you guys would tease me about the Pokemon names. Oh, Jigglybutt. Yeah. You guys would sing the song, Jigglybutt. And I would cry. Or Or Pisa Poo. (laughs) Jigglybutt and Pisa Poo written down on my Pisa Pisa Poo. (laughs) You did cry a lot. I did cry a lot. (laughs) Yeah, you guys would tease me. I remember saying I wanted a Pokemon car when I was that like that. I can say that now. Yeah, you said I would grow out of it. I said, no, I wouldn't. I mean, I grew out of the Pokemon car, but I still play Pokemon sometimes. Oh, I think both of the top of our pyramids are the same, actually. So speaking of stuff that you don't grow out of. Yeah, speaking of stuff of <laughs> Mario. You, you, got a, you got a stuffed animal this Christmas. Of Mario, Of yeah. Mario stuff, Bowser. But, um... It's the Yoshi story. So, yeah, right? it, yeah, you were 14, just turned 14, and we looked at the date, because Dad had written it down. Ugh. So, July 2012, why it was on eBay, <laughs> and it was when those... Pillows came out that were... The pillow pets. Pillow pets, yeah. yes. And there was a Yoshi one, and I think it was probably 25 bucks. 30, I think. It was yeah, 30. 30 bucks. And Wyatt wanted it so bad, and we're like, Wyatt, no. Like, you're going to have to start <laughs> saving for a car. And he, like, threw a fit and <laughs> cried. And he's like, you guys, you guys want me to save for a car? All I want to do is buy this stuffed animal. I mean, it was... Like, you were mad. And then you, whenever you get mad, you clean, which I love sometimes, but (laughs) so yeah, you were mad and then you went around cleaning everything for the rest of the day because we would not let you spend your money on a pillow pet, on a pillow pet. Yeah. That one is a little bit ridiculous. Yeah. (laughs) 14. 14. (laughs) I wish it wasn't that old. When I think about it, I was eight, but I really was 14. (laughs) Crying about saving money for a pillow pet. But yeah, how good of a kid am I if when I get mad, I clean? Yeah, I do the same thing. Yeah, because it's something we can control. When we yes. feel out of control, that's one thing we can't control is how clean, how clean are. stuff is. Yeah. So. Uh, okay, well, just a bonus one since we both have the same top of the pyramid. The most ridiculous thing is one time I cried. <laughs> one time I cried because Aunt Geek, we, we call it my Aunt Geek, she made a, well, also, Geek was the person who said I should do this episode in the first place. She said that'd be a really good idea for us to do. So thank you, Geek, for the idea of this. But Geek made a Tostino's pizza for me. And I used to do these things called pizza tacos, where I'd just roll it. 
but she cut it <laughs> to triangles and I cried. And that was, I was... You're probably 14 now. That was in junior high, I think. And I remember crying and she's like, why are you crying right now? She was so upset. But yeah, that was another bonus ridiculous time of when I cried. It was a pizza taco cut. Your life has been so hard. My life has been tragic. As you can see, those are the things I've cried the most about. So yeah, that was my, that was our pyramid. Yeah, so as you can tell, I cry quite often. I do that a lot. Luckily now, I don't cry over such silly things, I would say. Right? Mm. I cry at movies. Yeah, I cry at movies too. Yeah. No, I mean, we're we're just emotional people, I think. Yeah. So. Which isn't a bad thing. Not either. a bad thing, no. It's just, I can't hold back tears. And you can't hold back tears. And then if we're all together, and my sister's kind of the same way, my, my mama is is the worst <laughs> yeah our family if one of us starts crying we all we cry. all cry yeah and we don't know why, well, why would, yeah. is, but but no that's not a bad thing no and i like that too is that i feel like we've gotten more comfortable crying in front of each other i remember trying to fight so hard not to cry yeah over real things i'd say emotional things those it's not bad to be emotional over real things i'd say if you're crying all the time over a yoshi thing if you're crying over a yoshi pillow pet then you might need a little bit of help <laughs> yeah <laughs> Might need to grow up a little bit, but regular emotions aren't bad. So our podcast today we're going to talk about is my coming out story, which I did a full YouTube video on it, I think two years ago or something, in which I sat down in my parking lot and had Chick-fil-A, and I still get hate comments on that on YouTube. Most, like I'd say 80% are really nice things about what people say, but then the other 20% are people like, I can't believe you're eating Chick-fil-A right now. And mm. it's... Like, you pick your Can't battles. Help if it's good. Yeah, it's so good. You have to give up your rights a little bit sometimes to enjoy life. And they're so nice. <laughs> they're so nice. They're so polite. They're nice to my face. They can be mean behind my back. That's okay. But uh, I'll probably get comments about that too. Oh well, I don't <laughs> care. I like Chick Fil A. It's if that's the one of the worst things about me, then that's that's it. That's okay. That's okay. So our podcast today, we just wanted to show both sides because we know that sometimes. I mean, I still have people in my life who are still struggling to come out to to their family, to their friends. And it's it's a hard, scary thing, especially when I feel like now it's changing more than it has. I mean, even in the last, what was it, 2017, 2018? So five, five or six years, it's changed so much with just how people, how it's viewed, especially with social media and stuff like that, how it's viewed there. But it definitely wasn't as normal as it was, especially when you were growing up. Yeah. 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 So we're going to talk a little bit about that. And I keep saying we're going to talk about it. So I think we just need to actually talk about it too. I'm taking a sip of wine for it. <laughs> what was our relationship like before me coming out? I don't know. We've always been really close, I think. Like um, I had you when I was young. So like 19, 20, 20. Um, and so, and then we had moved to Florida. And so you were like the only family that I kind of had you know, because I had left my parents. We moved, and Dad's parents, but, you know, they worked and stuff. So during the day, um, Dad would work, and then I would work nights. But you were just like my little pal. And so we we did everything together. You were never really like a little baby because I just talked to you kind of like you were, were a friend. <laughs> Adult, yeah. <laughs> and like you say, what did you do today, Mom? And we'd be together. Like we had been <laughs> together all day. So how was your day? <laughs> you know, stuff like that. Um so you're always pretty grown up when you were little. So we'd have tea parties a lot. Yeah, had tea parties. And you loved Martha Stewart. You loved watching her. 
The cooking weighty is what you'd call cooking her. Cooking weighty. Oh, watch the cooking weighty. And then just as you got older, just, I don't think like it was ever really like you had any secrets and you always had the, you know, friends came over to our house. Mm-hmm. We were the house that people hung out with. So I kind of always knew who your friends were and what they were like and if they were good and if you shouldn't be around them. And, and I don't, I don't think I ever, I don't know if you felt like that. I don't think I ever felt embarrassed of you either. Like when... Like, sometimes I feel like kids are embarrassed of parents or didn't want to hang out with their parents. But when I would hang out with friends, they would always... Want, I would want them to hang out with you. I would want you guys. <laughs> yeah. We'd ask you guys to come play games with us. I, mean, I just remember always being, like, on the playground and we would play, like, hide-and-seek at the playground. Or yeah. then my they'd parent... come over and play walkers. <laughs> yeah, walkers is a good one. Which uh, I'm sure if you were my friend in elementary, junior high, then you know what walkers is. Or yeah. high school, even. We all played high, yeah. high school walkers. Yep. No, my parents were the kind of parents who would be... The ones running around on the play set playing tag with us. And that's not a lot. I wouldn't say that's a lot of parents would do that. You know, maybe one out of the two, but I had two fun, cool parents, not regular parents. <laughs> but they would do that. And yeah, I think you're right. I mean, besides that and kind of things that just revolved around that, I don't think I really kept secrets from you guys either. I felt like I was pretty, you're pretty open. open. Yeah. And easy to read. Me and you are very similar. So I could usually tell if something was... If we were upset, then... It's pretty well known. Yes, yeah, a house would be clean. Yeah, house would be clean. That's how you know we grew upset. <laughs> so then coming out, or what, what What happened? I don't know. How do I even start that one, I guess? When you came out? Like, what What led you to decide to tell me? Because I had asked, told you before. Yeah, so... Like, I had suspected. Yeah. And so I, I was like, you know, you can tell me. And then I would say, I would love you no matter what. And... And I would use the example of, like, if you killed somebody, and then I later found out that you hated that because you're, like, I was using you being gay as the extremity of being a murderer. (laughs) But I wasn't. I was just trying to let you know that no matter what, it could go to as extreme as that. And not saying that gay is that extreme. It's just, like, anything that you you would do that I, I would love you unconditionally. Both of us did things that we were like, well, I wish I didn't, I wouldn't have done that or wish I wouldn't have said that. And that comes from both ends of, you know, there was things. So, I mean, I guess we, I grew up in a house of where like we were all really religious. We grew up Baptist. And so Baptist, I feel personally like I, I still believe in God and I still believe in the Bible, but I've kind of taken more of the approach of where it's organized religion like i don't necessarily say i don't say i'm baptist anymore i just say i believe in god and that's yeah, yeah. And, so and that's that is my i uh, that's probably a whole other episode for you to do probably many episodes many yeah um but yeah it's you know anything that man is involved in i think has the potential to be corrupt yeah um and so you just have to i think god talks to you and you just have to listen with your heart mm-hmm. No, I would agree. I mean, it's, like you said, a whole nother episode. But I guess when growing up, we would see, like, gay characters on TV. I remember you and Dad would have, like, a negative reaction to it, saying, <laughs> ugh. <laughs> like, at, at the time, that's what I would think, too. Like, I didn't I didn't know anything. And looking at it now, we'll, we'll talk more about that in a second, but looking at it now, it's like, oh, well, duh, I should have known. But it was me just taking that mentality. And I don't think it was until high school that I started to realize like, I may like guys, but then I try to convince myself like, no, it's just a normal thing. Like it's, it's just a phase. It's not a phase, <laughs> not a phase. <laughs> we were just doing the best of what we knew with at the time. So I remember one day that we, 
but we're sitting down in the living room and remember dad and grandma were fighting over something about a, a gay wedding because they had there was the time of when someone wouldn't make a wedding cake for a gay couple or something mm -hmm. and i remember grandma was like so you wouldn't make a altar you wouldn't build an altar because my dad's a builder you wouldn't make an altar for a gay wedding he's like nope i would not and i remember that like still vividly and i think that's when i was starting to really like truly understand and so that was terrifying to me i was like well that might be in my future someday so we'll see how that goes but what started to make me really believe is well i would spend coda sorry if you hear pacing back and forth that is our dog and she is wanting all the attention in the world right now i remember just um because i grew up religious too and i i remember praying every night i was like please change like please change this like please fix this please you know i don't want this and so I was like, okay, I'm, I'm gonna it'll work. I'll just pray. I'll just have it go away and all that and it'll work. And it didn't. And so that's when I started to like a boy in high school. And I thought at first it was just me and him being really good friends. And I thought that's I'm like, oh, it's just a friend I've never had before. And it's because I had a crush on him and I had never, I had liked girls in the past and had crushes on him, but this one was different. Cause I was like, oh no, it's just a close friend. But I think that was my first actual like romantic crush that I've ever had really social media or not social media what is it entertainment movies tv shows tv shows and movies i think really helped me out there one of them was Grey's anatomy because april kepner she's this super religious girl on the show doctor and she's going through she was going through a faith crisis because something happened in her life but she ended up saying like the bible is god's love letter to us and she's like there's so many different ways to interpret it that like can apply to you and stuff like that and i was like okay yeah that that makes sense like there's a lot of different metaphors in the bible like there's there's things that say, but have you heard of that one? Chop off the hand that causes you to sin. I don't know. I can't think of the verse. Yeah, off of the top of my head. <laughs> no. But, and so, as she was like, of course, like you, you don't chop off your hand, but someone actually did, and that's why they're in the hospital. And she's like, it's a metaphor. Yeah. Like that's God's love letter. And so, when I was looking at the Bible, like it, it doesn't say very much about it. There's two lines in there. One of them was like, man should not lie with, with a man. And so I looked into that one a lot and that one had its own, and this is my interpretation of it. This one had its own thing, origin of saying that comes from like a Greek saying of if a man should lie with a child. And so it wasn't man with man, but when it got translated, that's what someone interpreted it as because it's trans, you know, been updated in those kind of languages. So I was like, okay, so that could be even one different interpretation because there was people who thought it meant to lie with a child or lie with another man. It's like, okay, so that's already one kind of thing that could be different there. But ultimately, what I remember thinking is I was like, okay, well, if I'm going to marry a woman, then I'm not going to want to be with that woman. I won't be really happy. And I was like, I'd be living a lie. Mm -hmm. I was like, and that'd be two sins, lying and being gay. Like, so <laughs> I like picked the less of two evils as just being gay. So I remember seeing, I remember coming out to my friends um, at their apartment and thinking it was going to be really scary, but they just treated it really normal or coming out with Rand and Riley and all of them and doing that. So they, they knew, and you, like you said, you have su suspected, right? Yeah. Well, yes. you suspected because you read my journal. No, and I have su suspected before. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, and then I did read your journal, and then, then I asked you about it, and that was another time where I was like, it's okay. Like, if you yeah. are, just, you can tell me. Um, because I know that you had talked about some friends in school who weren't able to come out and then if they they were you know afraid of what their parents might think and so i just wanted you to know that like you didn't have to fear that yeah with us so so yeah so now i was trying to like leave opportunities open for you to 
Yeah. I remember one time you were cutting my hair and you asked why one of my friends was scared to come out. And this was before I had come out. It's like, well, they're just scared that they'll lose a relationship with their family. She's like, I don't understand how people can do that and stuff like that. I was like, yeah. And I felt like that was another time of where you're trying to lead the conversation yeah. there. Then I remember talking, um, I remember after seeing Love, Simon in the movies, that's where he comes out to his mom and has like, okay, I just got to do it. Cause it's, I, I hated keeping a secret from you, especially something where I was like, I can't, I don't know. Cause like I said, I didn't really keep secrets from you. Yeah. And so, and you started growing distant. Yeah. And so then I, that's why I read your journal. Yeah. That is why you read my journal. Because you were growing distant and that was, that scared me mm. just cause I didn't know. It was new territory. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> so no, I, after I saw the movie, I decided I wanted to tell you because I just figured I wanted to get the secrets done with. And so I remember, did I text you or did I call you? And say, I think you, you called me in. And called you? I, yeah. And so I met you at your work and we mm-hmm. sat in the parking lot. And because I remember you had asked about the boy and I had told you, well, I think I do like him. And you're like, well, that might be because you're going through a hard time right now. Our whole family was going through a hard time during that time period yeah and so stressful yeah and the way when you had said it is like you were unsure like you didn't know like you were almost like it was coming to me like you were confused and you were like kind of looking for an answer of why and so I was searching for an answer for you for why you know it wasn't like I was like oh it could be this it could be like you you were like hurting and you seemed confused and didn't know and weren't sure and so I was just trying to think like of everything that was going on you know if that was possible like I was just trying to fix the situation yeah not fix you no yeah just the situation of like how have you saw your child in hurting and unsure of what to do yeah so I was just trying to like I was pulling as many answers out of a hat (laughs) you know that I could like could it be this could it be that well because there is no answer for why am I gay and someone else isn't there's just not an answer like yeah yeah. so when it originally happened you said I think it might be because of like the circumstance that you're in you're going through a hard time we're going through a hard time I was like yeah maybe maybe that is it and I think I did convince myself that it was it then I remember taking a break from from the boy and I later came back and I was like, no, I really do. I really do like him. And it's not because of circumstance. It's not because of the situation I'm in. It's because I, I like guys. So I remember telling you and, oh, that was so scary. I remember being terrified. I, I think I just said like, I was like, I like this boy. I, I, what was your initial thought there when I told you that? Like it wasn't, it wasn't an unsure moment for me anymore, but it was a like, yep, this is, this is me. I mean, it, again, I wasn't surprised. It was just kind of like then I I kind of just feared like all of the stuff that you would have to face in society because love is hard enough. Yeah. You know, and so. Which, well, yeah, we can talk about that here too because, I mean, that's one of the questions is what were your fears? Because you did grow up in a different time of where I'm growing up in now. So what yeah. were some of the fears that you had there? Just of like what if you would be bullied or... Um, like any hate crimes, you know, towards you or I don't know. And then I, I mean, I had my own, excuse me. I'm like, well, is he going to like start dressing in girls clothes? You know, (laughs) am I going to have to worry about him raiding my closet? Um, (laughs) I already did. (laughs) We still clothes from each other all the time. I don't steal her dresses. I do steal her hoodies though. (laughs) Yeah. Some hoodies and stuff. But no, I mean, so that like just kind of some stuff that I was uneducated about that, 
you know, I hadn't thought of because I, I, you don't really understand a situation until you're in it. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of it was just me. I had to grow through the process also of like watching what I say, you know, and like even like the little jokes that I would say, I feel like, well, that's why it want to drink. And I'm like, probably something fruity. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you know? so, and I use humor a lot. Of I was going to say, I think humor was a good thing for us. I a, use humor a, a lot to make it so things aren't so tense. And then sometimes that can come off as being kind of rude or insensitive, but it's, it's just kind of my mechanism of dealing with that's hard what, situations. Yeah, that's what I do too. You know, um, so, and, and finding that balance. Like, am I being, is he going to be offended if I say this? But it, it's funny, yeah. you know, um, like with like with grandma's pots that she bought you, <laughs> was going to buy you. Yeah. <laughs> grandma was going to buy me these flower pioneer, pioneer women <laughs> pots. And I was like, mom, he's gay, but he is not that gay. <laughs> So, but there might be somebody out there who is, who is that, that gay, gay? That's, you yeah. know, and that's fine. Yeah. But, uh, you know, but that was just something that we, we joke, we use humor yeah. a lot and it's not meant to be offensive. It's just, it's funny to us. And yeah. so hopefully we don't offend anybody. You know, if you like Pioneer. If you like Pioneer, Pioneer women, women Pots, my pots, mom still does like okay. it. It's <laughs> okay. I like them too. We like those kind of gays too. So, yes. <laughs> No, I, I would agree because I feel like we have humor. When I remember when you started making jokes, I was like, okay, I feel better about this. It helped me too because it was just like, okay, she can joke about it now. So, yeah, your initial thoughts were, were to be scared because, I mean, there is still hate crimes. There are still people who get bullied for being gay. There are still... And especially in the state that we live in. Yeah. We're a pretty conservative state. Yeah. You know, and so I just feared... Just for you, socially, like what that would meant, and if your life would be in more danger. Um, so just as a mom, like it's protective. I don't think I ever saw that aspect of things. I mean, of course, it's always on my mind of, well, maybe someone will treat me differently or hurt me, I guess, because because of who I like. But I don't think that was one of my initial fears. I wouldn't say it was like the most presidented one. I was like, I could be hurt by anyone, like straight, who, like whatever. Yes. I could just True. be randomly murdered. <clears throat> but I don't think that was my initial. My first thought was I was just scared that I don't think I ever thought I was going to lose you completely. I don't, I don't know. I didn't feel like that was who you or dad were. I didn't feel like that was at all. I did feel like it was going to change and that it would be different and that I would be uh, I don't know that I would be kind of handled as like the project of the family. <laughs> I was like, this kid needs some work. Like, let's like change him and stuff like that. And there are some people who do who do have that fear of losing their family members. And I, I don't know, my heart breaks for them. No, I hate that yeah. also. Um, no, because your family is your safe place. When I did tell you, like it was, it was met with love. And I remember you telling me, like, okay, well, we we should tell dad. We need to tell dad. Like, do you want me to tell him for you? And I said, yes, please. And I want to have that conversation again. So then I ended up driving to Park City for a show that I was in and bawling to my friend because I was so scared that my dad was going to be mad. But dad just texted me that I love you. And that was good. So then after that, it was kind of, I don't know, it was good. It, was, uh, it wasn't bad. I was glad that the secret was out. But I feel like that was unknown territory for us of where to go from there. And so I feel like that's where 
it got rocky again because I would keep secrets. Like having a boy over at the house, that was a secret that I kept that I shouldn't have. That was a mistake yes. I made for sure. <laughs> and that was and that was either way, boy yeah. or boy girl. Boy or girl, no matter who it was. Over at the house. That was a no no. Yeah. Um, for overnight stuff, you know. Yeah. So no, that was no no. Um No no. A <laughs> no no. <laughs> But, I mean, I it was weird, and so I didn't know if, if we were supposed to treat you different, like if you expected us to treat you different, you know. So, like, I just was, I guess you, you go on as normal, but everything's not normal. Well, because the movies always show it, of the person coming out, and that's it. Like, you don't yeah. see the aftermath. And so I felt like I had a pretty good coming out of talking to you and Dad, yeah. but afterwards it's like okay well what now like yeah. how do we go from here well and i think a lot of that too is that being gay doesn't define you as a person like being straight doesn't define me yeah as a person so it's not like oh i'm straight you know you gotta treat me like this and i'm gay you gotta treat me like this it's mm. that's just one aspect of us yeah you know so when i feel like yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's some people out there who want one of those things to be their defining trait. Yeah, but I'd say most people just want to live their normal life. Yeah, and I don't, I don't think it should be the defining. No, no, I don't think so either. You know, so like when it when you're like, oh, you're gonna meet Wyatt, you're, you know, I always say, oh, you're gonna meet Wyatt. He's got a, such a great heart. He's so good. You know, mm. he's so charismatic and. Um, you know, I don't be like, oh, you got to meet white. He's gay. Yeah. You know. Like so, if that's the oh, one thing friend. to know about me. Though I have a gay friend. <laughs> yeah. I like gay people. <laughs> yeah. You know, so, um, so I just, I don't like that being the defining point of somebody. And that's kind of some of the, I guess when other things that we've kind of differed on is, is the like gay pride. Mm. It's. Not that it's a gay pride. It, pride, I think, of anything mm. is not great. But I just think there's so much more to a person that defines them than the sex that they like. Yeah. You know? So so that part is just like, you know, be you, but you are not just straight or you are not just gay. It's, yeah. you know, and I, I, there's so much more to you than just... Than just being gay. Your sexual preference. No. I would say, like, I... I still feel like the gay pride is important because there are people who have lost jobs, lost family. Like, and it's, it's as not... As a support system. Yeah, support system. Correct. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and I, I do believe that people need this But support. not as a tool to be like, treat me special because I'm gay. Yeah. I think that's wrong. I don't feel like that right. would be a... But, no, I think it is that the people who are looking for love and acceptance, then yes, yeah. then that. But don't let that be... Be what your, defines you. you. Yeah. yeah. A huge yeah. issue. Yeah. I mean, that's not the first, like, when people ask me if I were just, you know, say, like, oh, list, you know, top five things of Wyatt. Yeah. That's not, I would it's hope not, that's it's not, not one of my It's not coming in, you know, traits. it's not there. It's not, oh, he's gay, yeah. you know. And no. so what I like that, how I think it started was just of people being like, okay, this is going to be a safe space where I can be proud of who I am without having to hide that part of me yes. anymore. And so if I, it gives you the confidence. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. So just within that territory of like you know feeling like maybe you needed to treat me differently or I needed to be or felt like that I don't feel like I ever wanted to be yeah I never wanted to be treated differently or anything like that I basically just wanted to fly under the radar with it <laughs> like please just, just <laughs> let it be ignore but, it ignore it kind of towards the end of, so at this point I'd only come out to you and dad and family I remember calling geek and I told her and I was crying and I was like don't get mad and that's when Geek gave some of the best advice I've ever heard of, she's like, you're not broken or in need of fixing. Mm -hmm. And so that was a huge thing for me was 
understanding like I'm not broken. I'm not in need of fixing. Because at this point I was out to you guys, but I still felt like there was something wrong with me. That I just was wired wrong or I don't know. And that dad had made a comment one time of like during a stressful time, a stressful time. He was like, I just, I'm sorry because I feel like it's, it's my fault. Like when you say that, it feels like it's, I'm a mistake. The way that I am is a mistake. And I know that he wasn't meaning to take it like that. And you know, and he... you do as a parent, you're like, what did I do? Like, I'm like, did I have too many tea parties with him? Did he watch <laughs> the cooking weighty too much? <laughs> you, know? Yeah. you know, so there is, but, you know, I think that God makes you, you're, you're fearfully and wonderfully made, mm-hmm. you know, so that's, that's how he made you. Yeah. It wasn't because of a, it wasn't anything that you guys did or didn't do. It's looking back as a child, like of me enjoying tea parties or stuff like that like that's probably like okay that's doesn't mean because you enjoy tea parties you know what i mean <laughs> yeah but, no but i mean all the stereotypical <laughs> things that you think are girly things or something you know yeah. or stuff that we just did but i yeah so no you do you're like oh did i did i cause this did i send him down this path you know and it's not well because at the time too you like it was your fear of like this I mean, growing up, that was a hard path for people. It was much harder than it is yes. now because yes. people... It's mostly you fear, like, what's in store for your future. And then, um, you know, with with kids and stuff, and like me, I'm thinking, well, like, grandkids, does that mean I'm not going to have grandkids? And I'm like, well, no, he can, you know, he can adopt if he yeah. wants to, you know, or so... Well, because it does, it, I mean, people say it doesn't change your life, but it does. Like, it does change of what you pictured your family to be, you know? Yes. Of not having a daughter-in-law. I mean, well... You still have a chance with one, but not with me. But, um, you know, it does change, like, your picture of life or having, you know, I have kind of have to come to terms with maybe I won't have biological kids. But that's another fear of, like, anyone could have that fear. Some people yes. do have a hard time having their own kids. And, you know, I think no matter I, – I was scared of that too, and that's a whole different episode. But working with kids and, you know, caring for kids, I was like, no, like, I, I can care for a kid. I have the heart for, like, even if they're not – my DNA, I'm still going to love this kid like my own. Mm-hmm. And so that was a comforting, comforting thing to have there. But I, I don't, I should, to say that it doesn't change your life at all would be ignorant of me to say, because yeah. it does. It changes. Yeah, because you have this, there's this um, kind of a storyline of how your life should kind of go, mm-hmm. you know, a storybook, I guess, yeah. laid out. You know, you find Prince Charming, you marry him, and then, you know, you live happily ever after, and then you, everybody's healthy, and then you just die of old age peacefully in your sleep. Yeah. I mean, that's the <laughs> you know? golden story that everyone <laughs> so, wants. So you kind of have the ideas of like wedding celebrations and things that are considered typical, mm. um, you know, but so fortunately, you know, there's been enough, I guess, through social media or movies um, just to, to portray life differently. I was going to say, I feel like Shit's Creek was actually a really good helper for for me to understand what I was going through, because when I saw David, I was like, okay, that's like a, I could see myself in that character. Like he wasn't, I don't know, he was funny and yeah. I guess stereotypical in some ways, but also not in other ways too. And so that was kind of fun to see a character like that on TV. And I feel like, especially in TV shows back then, I feel like the gay character would have to have this huge thing of like, I'm gay and all this kind of stuff. But with Shit's Creek, it was just so nonchalant about yes. it and I was like oh well, like that's... that was just a part of him and yeah. not like who he is his like, not defining funny trait. and you know fashionable and good businessman yeah like if I was to explain you know? David from Shit's Creek it wouldn't be that he's gay it's that he's funny and yeah like he I think that was a really good bridge of 
you know, still being able to see that family there and being like, okay, like we still can have a, we're going to have a different story now, but, yeah. and so I, th- I, I like that. we can still all live happily ever after. Yeah. So like, it's going to change <laughs> stories on both ends. It's not the life that I had originally pictured for myself either. And it's not yours, but I don't like this story any less. And no. I, if anything, I like this story more because I, now I know I'm going to be happier with it. And that that's a nice thing to yes. know. I think living a lie and then that lie that would cause distance between. I mean, living a because, lie or yeah, living in fear. Yeah. Yes. Just causes distance between you and your loved ones. And mm-hmm. I don't, you know, I, we're, we're, I don't, I don't want to say we're closer. I mean, I guess we're closer because you can I'd be yourself, yeah. you know, but I mean, I don't feel like, like, oh, now that he's told me I'm. I love him more, you yeah. know, or whatever. I mean, I love you continuously. Mm-hmm. Um, so I understand that there's kids who are afraid that their parents, and I know that there's some parents who, who don't want anything to do with their kids after, you know, and that mm-hmm. part I don't understand. Um, as a mother, you know, there's just nothing that would make me stop loving you. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's, that's probably... And that's kind of like what you were saying is sometimes people get in the narrative of, like, I, I love you no matter what, even if you killed someone or all these yeah. things. And so don't say that. <laughs> well, the reason for that moms. is... <laughs> yeah, moms. And dads. <laughs> moms and dads. It's not a bad thing. It's coming from a really good place. Yes. I it think... was just, yeah, just think of, like, the words that you're saying. Because I, I just wanted him to know, like, it could be to that extreme, but he was taking it as gay as that extreme of you being a murderer. Of, like, killing someone is, is equal as... gay. No. What we were looking, but what we are looking for, what we've come to now is just, I love you. Like, yes. that's it. Like, we don't need the no matter what. It's just, I love you. And I think that's more than enough. I mean, even with, with all of that, with all the hard things that we were going through too, it was coming out to, to family. Like, you guys still were loving me. There wasn't any time that I felt unloved by you guys. I feel like we definitely butt, butted heads on opinions. And we still have different opinions on, on many different things. <clears throat> I burped again, sorry. That's so gross. I know. I don't know why I burped. Uh, it was met better than I had expected to, especially extended family. Like, we fought about something, and I was on my, I was on my way to Washington. I don't even know if you know that, but I packed up my stuff, which at the time I had no state of mind because I was hysterical. I think I packed like five pairs of underwear, one sock, and a pair of pants. No shirts, but that was my go-to bag. I'm getting out of. Here. I'm getting out of. I was on my way to Washington. GPS pulled up and everything, so I was driving, and I remember Geek called me and. Because I think you had told her that we were in a fight. And she was like, where are you going? And I was just crying to her. So then she started crying. I was like, I'm just going. I'm leaving. I'm leaving. I'm done. I'm done. She's like, go stay with Rain. Go stay with Rain, my uncle. I was like, I don't want to bother him. I don't want to, you know, I I don't know. I thought maybe Rain would think of me differently too. But then I ended up going to stay with him because Geek cried. And when Geek cries, you can't say no to a crying geek. (laughs) So (laughs) I went and stayed with Rain. But Rain was awesome about it too. The whole family. And... I mean, when grandma called, or grandma had called me too, because my, it's kind of all over the place. Sorry about that, but <laughs> it's going to be that. When I called Gra- or Geek and told her about me coming out, she said, I can tell grandma for you. And so she told grandma and grandma just texted me and she's like, I love you. She's like, and I like the boy. And so I was like, okay, kind of cool. And extended family too. Um, I have family down in Florida. They, I'd say they're much more religious than our side of family up here. But I was scared about the, the family 
down there of thinking of me differently or not liking me or, you know, stop talking to me there, but they still love me and everything too. Mm -hmm. So it was, uh, it was nice to finally just be able to come out and not have something on the, not have a secret kind of held over me too. Cause I feel like at one point too, you guys were thinking of, well, if you haven't come out yet, like it's something that you're ashamed of, like it's all mm-hmm. this kind of stuff. And that was a fight of, you know, I was saying some not so nice things you guys were saying, kind of those kind of things too. And I was like, well, I don't want that used against me of me not being out. And so I ended up coming out to everyone at Chick-fil-A. That's where I went. Mm-hmm. I parked at a Chick-fil-A and did that. But yeah, I felt like it was met with, met with a lot of love and there was a lot of hard conversations I feel like that we had to have over the couple years, a couple years of it. I think a lot of the times, if you're in the coming out stage or if you're talking to your parents or if you have come out and you still have a relationship, I think there's a lot of hard conversations that we had to have, but they ended up being better. And I had a three, two, one it, just being three, two, one, say it. And that's how I get through a lot of the difficult conversations in my life, but it has helped. And like you said, I think... It has made us closer. I mean, when I went through the bad breakup that with my last ex, you know, that was a hard thing for me. You know, there was a lot of feelings there. I was really upset and I had to do a stupid show, a musical, (laughs) and dance around for two and a half hours. By the time I was done, I was just so exhausted. But I saw you and I just cried and you held me. And that was a really nice moment that we had. It wasn't anything different. I wasn't treated special. It was just treated like... He's going through it. I had a breakup. Somebody broke your heart. Yeah. Yep. And I think that was one of the most special moments for me because, I don't know, with the other boy, I feel like things were still kind of rough then. And, like, you, it was still there where you were talking to me, if making sure I was okay. But I feel like with this one, it was where we were finally at a smooth road of, like, okay, this is a breakup. And I, I liked this boy, and I feel like you liked him too. Mm-hmm. So it was just a tough time for me, and that was really nice to have you there. No, and I think if you are having the conversations and if maybe your parent, you know, says something and you're taking it, you know, I would have liked to have known beforehand, mm-hmm. you know, like, like, hey, when you say it like this, it makes me feel like you think that me being gay is as bad as that. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, you had two years of maybe you thinking that, like, oh, I'm going to love him anyway. You know, he's gay, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I, I wish you would have told me cause that would have just saved that long of you feeling insecure yeah. about it. And then me not knowing that I, you know, said the wrong thing mm. and not even the wrong thing. Cause like I said, it comes, it comes from a place of love. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, it just, it can be interpreted yeah. differently, different interpretations. Yes. And so, so I feel like that's something that I have learned and still continuing to work on is, if I do get hurt feelings by the way that someone, not even just you, but the way that someone says something to me, I want to try to clarify and be like, did you mean it this way? Or yes. like, when you say this, this is how I, how I interpret that. I feel like that's helped. As far as our relationship changing, I feel like we have gotten closer of where I just don't feel like I have to hide things from you anymore of when I am talking to someone, I don't have to pretend it's just a friend or anything like that, which is nice to be able to talk to you about and to talk with family. I like that we can joke about it too and just... You know, you're witty, so you have good jokes. (laughs) But I think that's a nice thing is not being able to have, it's not having that fear in between our relationship anymore or a secret. And it's because we, you know, I like you if I make fun of you. Yeah. So. um, Well, that's the way that we both work. Yeah. (laughs) We're a little bit kind of bullies. (laughs) Yeah, we are, but funny bullies, I guess. We are funny bullies. Mean bullies, no. No. Um, 
Yeah, because I, if I knew that it, like, hurt your feelings, and that's sometimes where I'm like, oh, did I go too far, you know, or, no. or something. Um, but that's kind of how a lot of us are as we use use humor to, and meanness to show <laughs> meanness how much, to we, show love how much we love each other. <laughs> no. And I feel like even after that, we played We're Not Really Strangers, that card game. Remember that mm-hmm. one? I feel like that helped us out, too. That was a really good tool that helped us grow closer together, too. Yeah, that is a good game. Yeah. It just helps. And navigate. you just cry. You just cry. You navigate That's those all. hard conversations. And we know that there's some people out there who really can't come out to their family because it would mean, you know, losing a family member. Losing. There is. And, and then I know that, like, religious beliefs are one of them, and it's hard. And then there, there's still parts of that that I struggle with. But, mm-hmm. you know, I I have to go to God and and answer for all that I've done. And so it's... Not saying like what you're doing, like oh you gotta go answer for to him now. Yeah. You know, all of us, all of us have to go answer. Yeah. And so I don't have to worry. I got enough to worry about with what I gotta answer for. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know. I mean that's just what we're all just trying to do our best in life is right. to navigate <clears throat> through, and like there's many different ways to interpret things. There's many different ways that people believe is a right way or a wrong way, and I feel like I'm. Just trying to choose a path that's right for me. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like that's what everyone's trying You're, to do. You can't live a life in a, in a lie. Yeah. You know, so. Um, to the no. full extent of what it can be. I mean, people do it. Yeah. I don't know how people do it. Because, I don't know how either, and that's not fair to their partner. Yeah, not fair to the partner, not fair to them. It's. We don't know. We don't know. That's the thing. So we, we don't know until till we get there. Until we get there. So, so what my, doing, my only concern is that you know that you got there and you know Christ is your savior and so we'll be there. No. <laughs> <laughs> There's no ifs, ands, or buts, you know. There's not a do this, do that, be this, be that. And yeah. then you're, you know. And so Even if you don't believe in religion. You and know, the, if you don't, that's, that's your, this is just our beliefs. Our beliefs. It's the main goal in life is to live your life in a healthy way and not hurt others. Don't alone. hurt others. Yeah. Be, ni- be kind. Be kind. Be nice. Be nice in a mean way. <laughs> <laughs> be nice. Bully your friends with love yes. and family with love. So, yeah. Well, thank you very much for talking with me about it. Well, thanks for having me on. Yeah. I Only hope sweating I didn't a little disappoint. bit. No, you did not disappoint. <laughs> no, I think it was, it was a good thing. And it's not to say that we think every story is going to work out like ours. We just hope that putting it out there, that either one, it helps you if you're a person who's struggling to come out. And I'll, I'll even link up. A resource thing I think because there is a hotline that people can call if they are struggling or to help to help a parent who maybe has a kid coming out or you know is suspecting maybe their child is coming out maybe don't read a journal ask them <laughs> but, <laughs> maybe but, kids talk to your parents so they don't have to read a journal <laughs> yeah maybe we can meet each other halfway there uh, I reread my journals no, like, I can't believe she well, you worry this. you worry about your kids and yeah. so there's some boundaries that you think well when I get older I'll never I'll never read my kid's journal. I know, you know that's my what I diary think. I'm, like, or I'm sure I will. <laughs> but you if you get to the point where you're worried about them enough, you're like, What's going on? What can I do? You because know, you feel like you're losing them, you're gonna do whatever you can to to help them. And yeah. so that wasn't like To try a, to understand. Yes. So that was more just out of a fear of like what is going on? Because he's never acted like this before and so yeah, no, I was afraid it was, you know, something crazy or serious it wasn't like like oh it wasn't into hard drugs <laughs> yeah, no. yeah no. i was thinking drugs or something just because you were so distant yeah. you know and that was would have been something that would ruin your life with drugs you know i just 
that's what I worried about. No, the closest I've ever been to drugs is Candy Store from Heather's The Musical. Do you even know what that is? No. It's a musical song that talks about doing drugs. Oh. That's the closest I've ever come to drugs. Well, and I have never. I just watched, you know, people as I grew up. Yeah. So <laughs> I was afraid because I just saw all the horrible things that, that you know, they did with and yeah. ruined families and stuff. So I just thought, oh, no, it's going to be... Oh, I'm going to have to go it visit was, him in rehab. It's me liking <laughs> boys. That was the... So, no, that was... And that was something that I had suspected and I was almost kind of prepared for, but the, that wasn't what I was thinking was keeping, like making you distant from yeah. me. So basically kind of what we, to recap everything that we've said is one, coming out is a scary thing, but it does help start to live your own life. You know, one of the best ways to describe it is from Love, Simon, is you get to breathe now. Felt like I finally got to have a huge weight lifted off my chest by everyone knowing. And Kind of like what you said of people making fun of me or things like that. I'm sure there's still people who say comments behind my back or like when I leave a room, they're like, do you think he's gay? I'm sure people do it. (laughs) But I just kind of started to realize I don't care. Like it's, I'd rather live my life 100% of who I am and be happy with it than live my life to the expectations of others' happiness. Yeah. And that's all I want is you to be happy. So if that makes you happier, then that makes me happier. Yeah. So... We hope you guys like this. If you didn't find it helpful, then maybe hopefully you just laughed at it one time or another. Yeah. Or you're just stupid. Skip it. <laughs> There's your bully. Join us next week. Join him, us next him week. next week. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you so much. Uh, happy New happy Year. Happy New Year, you yeah, guys. Yeah. This is going to come out tomorrow, the 27th. So your last episode of this 2022. This is the last episode of 2022. That's uh, exciting. Goodbye, 2022. Yeah. This year sucked. It sucked. <laughs> it's Big been time. terrible. Big so time. We'll have better year next year hope so yeah positive vibes and prayers for send whatever you can send them, send them our way yeah. we'll take it yeah the mario movie comes out next year it's got to be good right yeah. and mario land opens and mario land opens that's my two goals of next year is to make it to the mario movie and to make it to mario land and we want mama with us mama mama oh mama grandma, <laughs> grandma. yeah we want grandma to come with us yeah so. yeah so that'll be our goals for 2023 Okay, well, thank you so much for listening, and I will see you guys next week.